0: ridiculous entertainment my name is tim your host uh this is episode number two on our back-to-back fridays lucky for us uh we just a few housekeeping notes up top we have a new top listener on soundcloud they have three asian characters uh for their name so i don't know what that means that being said uh it could be it could be you the man, because you are. Even, or you the lady, because you are. That's obviously not what it means, but it could very well mean that, uh, literally. So, this episode, we're gonna get into, uh, episode six of the show C on Apple TV Plus. The episode is called Silk. <laughs> is anybody watching this? Uh, I, I, I really like it. It's really creative. Um, I feel like there are challenges in this that the actors handle quite well. Also, does anybody have Apple TV Plus? I kind of think that it blows. I, I did an iTunes rant earlier today, and, uh, I just really am unhappy with Apple at this particular moment, but, this show is okay, uh, and I'm really glad that it's free, or else I wouldn't be able to watch it because I would not pay for this. That being said, let's get into the to the episode. And we start off back with our heroes, uh, Baba Boss... The two kids, the shadow, the witch doctor, and the smelly weirdo. And the smelly weirdo brings them all together and he's like, yo mama is dead. And of course we know that smelly weirdo is a liar because she's she's still out there. You know, smelly weirdo, he's just, he's a villain in disguise. And I really don't like that character. Uh, not the actor. The actor is fine. I wish he looked differently. Uh- <laughs> Magra, uh, you know, we go to her and Magra is very apparently a high born woman because her character is even before this point, she's a little stuck up. She has a, a right to be a little skeptical of her situations just because of her past, which we get into in this episode. So Ma- Magra hanging out in the tent with the witch hunter and, uh, yada, yada, yada. You should have done this. You should have done that. Whatever. Basically, Magra tried to assume power from her insane sister once she got old enough, and the witch doctor, sorry, the witch hunter did not support her. It's understandable. I mean, you have devoted yourself to a queen. It's hard to back out of that agreement, I would think. Anyways, we go back to the smelly weirdo. The smelly weirdo, he's like, follow me. I know where to go. We're gonna go in this fucking cave. Now, you know, I understand how the three people who can't see in that group are like, yeah, that's, that's a fine idea, but you have two people who aren't smelly weirdo, who's whose name is Boots, who aren't Boots, who can see. And they should oppose this idea because it takes away their only advantage. You know, there's no advantage for Baba Voss to stay in the open, you know, but there's not really a disadvantage. It's a level playing field, but their advantage is that they can see people coming. They can witness the people doing things, and, and you going into a dark cave really eliminates that. I have written here, I really hope this Boots fucker dies. And <laughs> I, I don't know what made me think of that, but I I, I do hope that he dies a very painful death um or at the very least you know somebody gives him a shower the guy just looks disheveled as shit so now we go uh to the queen and the queen is in the sweatshop where they manufacture silk find silks and sweatshops are typically known for poor conditions this sweatshop is no excuse i mean they are working 24 7 producing silk for this monger for this slaver and also i can imagine that loss of limb is even higher here than in at a, like a nike factory but uh, what this scene is really missing is like a burn notice style montage of how the criminals organize. Organization works How the manufacturing of silk in this sparsely resourced area takes place. Yeah, I'd find that interesting. Plus, it would be it'd just be fun. Who doesn't like burn notice? Yeah, the guy can't act, but it's a good show. Yeah, and there's like these hall monitors who monitor the slaves and she whacks the queen on the back of the head. The queen stopped working for like three minutes, you know, and it's because she's got a larva that's about to pop out of the cocoon and she doesn't know what to do with it, okay? So the woman whacks her and then there's a little bit of disobedience after she's been whacked and then she knocks her out. She knock- The queen gets knocked out. It's a logical misstep to knock out your labor force because whilst she was not getting a lot done in the five minutes of the her pausing work and the altercation combined, uh, she's getting nothing done for hours and hours because you've knocked her unconscious. She's probably not getting as much done the next day because she's got a migraine or a concussion, you know, it's not a good way to do business. Also, here we get a look into the age difference between Magra and the queen, and it's quite vast. It's 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 a very large age gap. Um, the queen looks to at least be 18. You know, I, I put her in her mid-20s, but she's at least 18, and Magra is 12 or fewer. So what I, what I would guess is it's 25 and 8, somewhere around there. So there's a large age gap there, not that that's a problem or anything, but it, it just... It adds to the circumstance that the queen was probably in power for quite some time uh, before Magra became of age and could take over. So we're back with our heroes in the cave. And uh, they're looking around. The cave lighting is truly, truly beautiful. Uh, they've got these worms that are fluorescently lit from the inside out. And uh, it's great. And, and you see a little later on in the show, there's a waterfall that is lit by these worms. And just truly beautiful. It's, it's, overall, it's a really good looking show. Um, I think that it really is a strength of the show. So after Boots leads them underground, he, uh, he locks them down there. He shuts the door behind them and locks them underground. Our heroes begin to encounter cave people. And what we quickly realize is the cave people are cunts. They are not very welcoming to their new guests. In fact, there's a little bit of a sword play happening. And you know, I feel like even Shadow, was stabbed pretty fucking good. It, it, isn't, it isn't mentioned again, so maybe it was just a stinger or something, but that looks like a pretty big blade. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just not very courteous hosts and hostess. Even though you're weird worm people, uh, you should still be kind to people who are led into your home by accident and and, and are forced to stay there for a short while. You know, unless you're, unless you're cannibals, in which case it makes sense. You just eat them. Uh, but, you know, if you're not cannibals, don't be a dick. Put out some cheese and stuff. Some cheese and wine. We go back to the queen and the queen's sleeping soundly. She's asleep like a baby. And up comes the crazy haggard lady. I don't think I mentioned her, but she was uh, kind of helping out the queen uh, with, the, with the silkworm issue. Uh, so this crazy haggard lady comes up, and the queen's sleeping, and she's like, here, and puts this cloth in her face. Like, who the fuck knows where that's been? It doesn't look clean. How would she know if it was clean? It looks filthy, you know? It doesn't look clean. And she's like, here, use this, it will help you sleep, my lady. And and the queen's like, thanks, you dumb bitch. I was asleep already. I don't need help sleeping. I was sleeping fine. You're doing a real service here, you annoying something human. So so the queen and the haggard lady have a conversation back and forth, and the queen explains to her that she is a queen. Well, the haggard lady goes back to the monger, the silk monger, and it turns out that she was a a spy. She was a rogue agent. She was a real bitch, that one. She narks on the queen. So the the monger calls the queen up. uh, They start having a conversation, and he's like, I know how I can figure out if you're truly a queen or if you're just some woman trying to be important. He knows the story of her people and how they implant a coin in their chest uh, when they take the throne. And who comes up with this coin thing? It looks extremely painful. You know, the sister just has a ring. Like, I mean, it's a cheap looking ring. It doesn't look very expensive. It jingles and shit. You know, who decides this coin is such a good idea? It's made of metal. You generally don't want to be exposed to metals. Uh, You know, it it might not be harmful to you. Your body probably forms like some kind of uh, husk around it. Whatever. It's a stupid idea. Wear like a ring or something that makes noise. Get some spurs. How about that be a form of royalty? Get some fucking encrusted spurs. So the monger removes the coin from her chest. And later on in the episode, it's sent back to the witch hunter and it's sent back to the queen. And they they do a rub down on it and they're like, fuck, it's it's, it's her coin. How would they possibly know that that was her coin? I mean, I've seen a million coins in my lifetime. And unless it's one of the four coins that I use every day, maybe a Sacagawea, maybe a 50 cent piece, I'm not sure if I could recognize most of the other one. you know. And it's not like I'm not saying that because they can't see, you know. I'm saying that their primary, uh, their primary sense for identifying coins. I mean, they probably felt a lot of shit in the last 20 years. How are they going to remember that, you know? And also did the witch hunter, did he get to rub down that coin? Maybe the queen got to rub down the coin. But did the witch hunter get to rub down the coin? It doesn't seem sanitary that we're letting any Bob Joe and asshole uh, come rub down that coin. Seems a little sketch. So we're back. We're back in the cave with Baba and uh, the kids Shadow and the and the witch doctor. And uh, the kid that I call angsty, she's there and she ge- she agrees to do a murder to get them free because a woman comes in to where they're being held and tells them that Boots is her son. That Boots is being a real dick and he's her son. We locked her down there with the cave worm people and she's pissed at him. So she says, if you, if I let you out of here, you're going to do a murder for me. And and she says, okay. So she lets him out. They're out. They're going back to the elevator thing and it turns out it's a stupid technology. Somebody has to be left behind and then once the other people get to the top, they'll lower it back down and then raise it back up with the last person. It's a really dumb idea. It's a plot device. It's whatever. It doesn't matter because Baba Boss is the best at killing people. Like second to none. He is so legit with a sword, with his hands. I bet if he was tied by behind his back and just had his dick flailing about, he could kill people like that. He literally rips a guy's face in half. And also, he climbs a wall blind. How fucking impressive is that? I mean, I get it. These people have been blind their whole life. They've grown accustomed to using other senses. So it's not like if I lost my sight today and went and climbed a wall tomorrow. But he still, it takes him longer to figure out where the hand holes are because he has to fucking rub down every inch of that wall and figure out where the hand holes are. So his upper body strength has to be just on another level. Baba Voss is incredible. I didn't mention he had to climb the wall because the elevator thing was was a stupid idea. It broke and it, it collapsed and fell into the dirt. It was a stupid idea. Whoever came up with it should be shot at me. Come on! So Baba Voss, of course, successfully climbs the wall. You know, he gets a little tired at the end he gets aid from the kids. It's whatever. But he successfully climbs the wall. His first move is to rip his shirt off. Like a sexy beast that he is. It's just such a boss move. So now we go back to Magra and uh, Boots has been found by the witch hunter's people and he pledges fealty. He pledges fealty to Magras, and, and he's like, I'll do whatever you ask. Just be nice to me. He's such a whiny bitch. Such a whiny bitch. You're treating people like shit because they may have been mean to you. These people were nothing but nice to you. But the message that had the coin and the little not message comes in and uh they, they realize that it's really they've got the queen and they're kind of thinking about what to do well, Boots knows what to do because the shadows delivered the message. Shadows in the employ of the monger and he can see the shadows because he's not blind. So he's gonna follow him back to the monger and gather intel and figure out what to do. And I hope I'm just crossing my fingers that on his way to the sweatshop, he gets eaten by bears and then molested by them as well. Just to hope you know that guy sucks. So that's the end of this episode. I really like this show, it's a really unique way to uh, do a show. Uh, I think that they really work within the rules of their, the people as well. I mean, and the actors, you know, it has to be really difficult to act blind. You know, you've had sight your entire life. How are you going to act? Like you just don't see stuff. Uh, so in the fighting styles of Baba Voss, they, they definitely have that built into it. It's just really cool. So, so do you like the show? Are you watching the show? Is it, is it something that you have access to? Uh I really love it. Um I do. Do you think Jason Momoa is a sexy beast? Do you love the blue eyes of Magra? I could dive into the blue eyes of Magra. She's a beautiful woman, but she is, she's a little bit, a uh, little bit of a saucy woman. She's a little bit pessimistic, but you know what? Probably allowed to be that. After what she's been through. So, you know. Uh, But yeah, you know, if you could reach out, that'd be great. Comment below if that's something that's in the platforms that you use. And if not, uh, reach out on Twitter, man. I'm on Twitter. R-I-D-I-C-P-O-D for dickpod. And uh, I'm on Instagram. Check me on that, Graham. Nothing yet. As I said last time, I'm sick. So I have not, I haven't been outside. You don't want to see the inside of my place. It looks like shit. So, uh, you know, once I get done with the sickness, I'll probably take some... Take some shots and get them on the gram. So if I, if I do anything before, then it's just going to be me reposting other people's shit. That's boring. Who wants that? So yeah, uh, if you've enjoyed this, we're having some fun. Uh, why don't you like, subscribe, bell icon, review, share, or whatever is applicable to the format in which you are listening to this. Also, tell a friend. You know, tell a friend. They don't have to watch C. You know, it's a great show. They should watch C. But they don't have to. You know, there's other shows that we do on here. We do Watchmen, The Mandalorian for now, and uh, His Dark Materials. I also did a one-shot on Jack Ryan. I'm about to do a one-shot on The End of the Fucking World, which should be a lot of fun. And I've got a surprise coming up. It was going to be for later on, but I think I'm just going to drop it. We're doing our first movie episode, so we'll see how that goes. You know, keep after it. I'd love to hear from you guys. And that being said, this has been Ridiculous Entertainment.